Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Rick wanted to be here for a hundred. I know. <laughs> what? This isn't the hundred. <laughs> Walking Blind is hosted by overly emotional dudes who overthink and overanalyze everything. Nothing the hosts say should be taken as medical advice or opinion. They're not professionals. They're about to make that very What's up, guys? Welcome to, welcome to my podcast. Welcome to episode 100, <laughs> featuring me. If, uh, if you if you like what we if you like what we do here, please throw a like on this video, uh, or follow it, give it a rate, anything, anything, help whatever wherever you follow watch the video. Yeah, follow, follow this video. Beep, beep, beep. Wherever, wherever you watch this podcast, uh, it helps us a lot. So um, yeah, so Mike's gonna edit this. He'll put this at the beginning of the episode. Yep. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Walking Blind Podcast, the podcast where we like to normalize checking in on your homies. I'm Mike. That is also Mike. And this is episode 95. And because it's a so-so episode number, <laughs> we brought a so-so guest <laughs> all the way from Ontario, California, born in St. Joseph's Hospital, Santa Ana. <laughs> Owner of one working eye. <laughs> Our boy, Rick Magdanaldez. <laughs> Yay, me. Yo, the Magdanaldez uh, threw me off. I was like, yeah. That, dude, that's, I, haven't, I, haven't, I haven't gone by that in a long time, and I don't like that you brought it up. There, there, there's, there's two things that Rick's done that have like genuinely been really funny to me. One of them. There's more than that. There's just, there's just there's, two. No, okay. there's just two. One is when he he we started telling people that his last name was Magdanaldez in Spanish. <laughs> his name is Rick McDonald. That's his real name. Also known in so, in small circles as Handsome Rick, but also clearly that was more, years ago. More commonly, yeah. Yeah. AKA. But um, the other one was uh, Perverto. Perverto. <laughs> <laughs> 
that was I, that was my turn. I was that wasn't me. That was me calling Daniel. Calling Daniel. Yeah. That, mm. that was. <laughs> I still don't know, Jesse. What is what is pervert in Spanish? It's perverto. Pervertido. Pervertido. It's like that's little pervert. We're talking about big pervert. You know, like a full blown pervert. Like perverto senior. Perverto. Dude. Well, it only took 95 episodes to get you here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you told me it was the 100th, and that's the whole reason I agreed to do it. <laughs> and uh, here we are. I'm a, little, a little disappointed now. My math was off. We'll pretend. Math. We'll pretend. Yeah. Dude, 95. 95 was a good number, though. Yeah. 95 was a good year for yeah. music, probably. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was. I don't know. Remember Cal- uh, California Love came out then. Really? Yeah. 95? Yeah. He says it's now it's 95 in the song. <laughs> Come on, Mike. <laughs> the realization on Mike's face was just, oh, yeah. Yeah. I know my years. What else came out in 95? Uh, Independence Day. Nice. Um, I think Be- Beavis and Butthead Do America came out in 95. Really? Huh. It's on theaters. We looking for a fact check here? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, he's probably gonna. Yeah. He's he's real <laughs> slow with the fact checks though. So in like five minutes, yeah. he's gonna go. Yeah, yeah no. it was ninety five. Yeah. When uh, and Tommy and, and not and not switching cameras. When uh, yeah. <laughs> that's how you know Jesse's looking. That's why I gave it up the one shot. Because it'll be yeah. That that is that is that is a growth. That's growth. That Let's is growth on Jesse's on. Um, when was the last time you guys saw Independence Day? Uh, I want to say like maybe two years ago. Really? Yeah. I started watching it maybe a couple months ago and fell asleep. And did you guys see the new one? No. No. Uh, the, I, the only reason I watched the old one is because it was on in a waiting room somewhere that I was waiting in. Yeah. <laughs> Suiting. <laughs> That's the only reason I, I watched it. Um, other than that, I yeah. What were you waiting for? I, to watch the movie? Yeah. <laughs> for the movie to be over. <laughs> Wait for the movie after it. Wait for Point Break. You just go to Wait for Point Break. Waterworld. Braveheart. Braveheart. See, he still hasn't answered the Beavis and Butthead question. Romeo and Michelle? No. Batman Forever. Oh, yeah. Okay. Die Hard with Vengeance. Batman Forever was the uh, the one where he had the Batman debit card that said Forever on it because it never expired <laughs> <laughs> that was also the one that had like the george clooney nipples and stuff right no george clooney nipple that was batman and robin batman forever was val kilmer was it val kilmer? Forever, yeah and jim carrey and yeah oh yeah. oh you're right you're right with Tommy poison Jones ivy and yeah what's her name uh tom cruise ex-wife nicole kidman yeah. dr chase meridian yeah. but she but he did have the forever debit card in that movie I don't know. <laughs> this is your time, dude. Yeah. yeah. Jesse, Jesse right. wasn't alive then. Yeah. Wait, when, what year were you born? No, I wasn't alive. No, I wasn't. <laughs> you weren't good alive in 95? Dang. What year were you born? 96. 96. <laughs> Damn. Shit. Whoa. <laughs> Next week's episode. Next week's episode. I was a little perverto. I was a pervertido. <laughs> Dude, I, I, I remember, I remember, uh, my brother has gotten his permit and I remember him driving me and Jose to the movie theater to see Batman forever. 
Live Forever? Is that the one mm-hmm. that we just said? Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to... I, I'm, the only thing I really remember from, like, 95 was being a, a Michael Jordan fan. Mm. Oh, yeah. That was... Yeah. That was... Uh, that was the year to do that. Was, that was number five. Was right, or, or, uh, no, no, no. no. <laughs> no. It's the best year to do that. <laughs> Be a Michael Jordan fan. I don't know what, what not... that was. <laughs> <laughs> so... <clears throat> yeah, man. Dude, good times. Rick, you're here. Uh, great, I, have great times. By the way. I knew it. Uh, I'm uh, testing you. <laughs> I told you, five minutes later, he'd give you an answer. <clears throat> Dang, well, Ricky, you, you, there's, there's a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. We have a lot of history. Yeah. A lot of history. We do. We, we were born in the same hospital two days apart. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's true. That's real. How did. We've got the scars to prove it. How did you guys meet? <laughs> I, like wait, I, like 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 M E A T. Yeah. Like, like how did you guys? <laughs> it's called docking. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I I uh, I my first memory of Rick was when his when he came into band practice. Mm-hmm. Even though we did play a show with you guys. Yeah. But I I don't remember. I don't really remember you. I only talked to Christian that night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was, was it my, a showcase <clears throat> show? No. Uh, it was at Mission Tobacco Lunch. Was that the show that we all got kicked out at? Yeah, but I wasn't there for that because oh. I left early. Would that have changed and your then, mind about our band, or would it have made us look cooler? Uh, probably would have made you look cooler because we we walked out like three songs in. Yeah, didn't kicked out. Uh, Chris got kicked. The, the dude hit the microphone in Chris's face or something like that. William? Yeah, but yeah. before that, before that, they had kicked out some of our friends for moshing. Uh-huh. Yeah, but not, MTL was always kind of a stickler for no anti mosh. Yeah. 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 They didn't mosh around with that. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I was dumb. That was, that was yeah. Dude, that, that uh, night, it, it felt like a baseball game, dude. Because, like, I never, like, at that point, I don't think I had been kicked out of a out of a venue mm-hmm. before. Especially playing. Playing. Right? Yeah. And then the guy, he went on, like, he was literally acting like a fucking umpire, dude. And, like, when <laughs> he was, like, yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. Because uh, Chris, like, yeah. He kicked out. He kicked out someone, and then Chris was like, "Dude, fuck that!" He's like, "Dude, we're not gonna play if you like if you don't let him back in." Or that whole thing, right? And we're like yeah. on stage. We did like like three songs in, and then um, and then as, as the guy's like walking away, Thomas keep playing. He like kicks Chris's mic and hits Chris in the face. So Chris is like, "Dude, fuck you!" Like we're out. he's like we're not, he's like I'm not playing or we're not playing whatever. Yeah. And so we're all like, "Yeah, fuck it, we're not we're not gonna play," and then he's like. Well, get the fuck out of here. You guys are out of here. You guys are out of my... You can't kick us out. We're yeah. leaving. Yeah, that's like, literally how we were. <laughs> Dude, and then even... Uh, it was funny. It was funny because, like, uh, I guess... If, any, if you know, you guys don't know, we have friends, uh, Todd and Janae. Sweetest couple. Mm-hmm. Even Todd was like, this is bullshit. Fuck you. <laughs> and he got kicked out, too. Like, it was... Like, all our friends got kicked out. It was... It was nice. It was like a real bonding, yeah, a weird, <laughs> weird bonding yeah. experience. It's a which Rick missed. So I missed that. But what I remember about that night, I talked to Christian outside. Boring. Uh, and then <laughs> I actually, I talked to Martin because me and Martin were wearing the same shirt. Like I showed up and I was wearing the same shirt as Martin was, and like I knew who you guys were because I think Jason had hired me to do your guys's MySpace before. So, like, mm-hmm. I knew who all the band members were, but I hadn't, like, introduced myself. I didn't even know Jason at the time. He hit me up through email or whatever. 
And then, like, so I knew Martin, and we're wearing the same shirt. And I was like, oh, there's, what you know, it? I don't want to talk black? about it. I don't know. It was, it, was, it, it was a, the guy at the shop said it was tan and taupe. <laughs> <laughs> That's from something about Mary. That was not true. But, uh, yeah, we were wearing the same shirt, and <clears throat> I walked up to him, and I was like, oh, nice shirt. And, like, you know, pointing at and he was like. <laughs> like gave me nothing he gave you the yeah, Martin response I was like, <laughs> he gave you one of these uh, thanks yeah. he's like cool cool man cool cool it's <laughs> like yeah it was cool I pull it off you don't you don't <laughs> so so that's how so did Christian reach out to you when we were looking for a bass player uh no so the um you guys were on warp tour and Chris, I think posted a bulletin on MySpace, and then, uh, I replied to it. But the crazy thing was, is that night. So like, uh, my buddy, Charlie knew Charlie. you guys know, Charlie, yeah, uh, my buddy, Charlie was looking for a band to play bass in. And at the time, um, I was like, yeah, I heard, or no, he told me that no bragging rights was looking for a bass player. And I was telling him you should, you should join that band. Cause we'd already played the, the show together. Mm. And I was like, yeah, you should join that band. They're like, they're touring and doing fun stuff. And he was like, yeah, I don't know. He's like, their music kind of sucks. <laughs> I was like, I, I know. I know. Yeah, I know. It's uh, fine. But, <clears throat> they'll get better. And I was like, well, you know, maybe go ahead and sing. You know, you could put, he's a terrible singer. <laughs> Anyways, Charlie, if you hear this. Speaking you, of Charlie. still suck. Where is Charlie? <laughs> I don't know. It's been a few years since I talked. In fact, the last time I talked to him was at Nam. Okay. And uh, he was like, lost a good, lost a lot of good men. That yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I saw him randomly, and then we like we I gave him a hug. This was like I don't know, five six years ago, maybe longer. I don't know. I gave him a hug, and he was like, "Dude, how you been?" I was like, "Good." And uh, I was like, uh, I was like, uh, you know, like you still have the same phone number. He was like, he's like, "Yeah, dude, I haven't changed my number." And I was like, "Oh, well, now that I know you got the same phone number." He's like, "I'll hit you." He's like, "No, you won't." <laughs> and I was like. Okay. <laughs> and I didn't. I, because he was a jerk about it. You know, maybe if he was a little nicer, I would have, but nope. I feel like I, I did I text, I feel like I text him when we did the episode with Davey, and I don't think I got a response back. So I don't know. <laughs> he just texts back, die. Yeah. <laughs> Lose my number. Yeah. He's like, tell Rick, fuck you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so Charlie hit, uh, Charlie knew somebody that knew that Jason was quitting and asked me if he should, you know, like try out for you guys. And I was like, so yeah, dude, do it. And, um, at the time my old band, like I was having a lot of issues with them and I had this long talk with my guitarist on the way back from, <clears throat> from practice one night after like we had this like fight like with the band and uh we're driving home from la and i was just saying like dude this sucks like i don't know if it's gonna work and um i was talking about no bragging rights and i was like you know like we should be doing like what they're doing going out like promoting and like they're out you know like doing warp tour and stuff and <clears throat> and then that night i had a dream that i had joined no bragging rights i didn't like i didn't know any of you dudes but i had a dream that, like i was in the band and like we were taking pictures in the van and like posting them up 
online on MySpace and mm-hmm. stuff. This is so stupid. But <laughs> <clears throat> so I had a dream about it. I woke up and on MySpace there was a bulletin from Chris saying like looking for a bass player. And so like I replied to Chris and he hit me up immediately and was like, "Can you practice tonight?" And I was like, "Sure." Yeah. So I came down and then that's when I remember meeting Mike. So that circling back, that's mm. where me and Mike first kissed. Yeah, it was <laughs> right away. I was right like, away. I was like, all right. Yeah. You just went went straight for the mm. open mouth. Yeah. Nice. I was like, so he's in. Yeah. <laughs> open my face. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't. That was the thing. I remember a weird, like a, a such a nut, like a dumb thing, but I remember being like, man. uh It'd be really nice to have someone like 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 my age. <laughs> like I don't know. I I I, may, I think we might have been like trying out either dudes or like maybe I'm guessing younger. I was like I'm only a younger dude in the band. Um, yeah, that's funny. That was yeah, that was. That was the... I feel like that around that time. I was I was already hanging out with Martin, but I wasn't as close with everybody else at the time. I mean, other than you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like the first show I saw you play was Showcase, uh-huh. and your old Ben was also yeah. on that show. Yeah, and they were like taking jabs at you mm-hmm. on stage, and I was like, "The fuck is this shit all yeah. about?" You know? Wait, really? Yeah, but yeah. it's all in good fun. They, oh, okay. They hated yeah. me, but it was... <laughs> <laughs> they 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 made. I I remember them making some comment about like, this goes out to this goes out to Rick. Uh, you know, we want to make sure we don't sell out or something like that. And I just see Rick standing there like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like at least make a relevant joke or something. On, on make fun of my eye or something. Like, what the fuck? You know what you should have done is like a symbol of like, this is done is you should have taken your gloves with the holes. In them <laughs> <and> <laughs> on <laughs> oh, I should have, but you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. Do you still have those gloves that you can put in a case? I have them somewhere. They're next to Martin's fedora. Yeah, I use them whenever I you know, need to wipe my ass. So at so at that at that first practice that Rick came and jammed, uh we were like, dang, he like he like picked up the songs pretty well. But what do you what do you got going on tomorrow night? <laughs> tomorrow yeah. night. Yeah. We were like, we have a show tomorrow if you want to like play. Who who was playing bass for us? Did we not have were we gonna like go with no bass player? No, you're just gonna forfeit the show. And Christian was like, Yeah, we we're gonna um because it was up in Hayward. Remember was that oh, show shit. in Northern California? You remember that? Yeah. And uh yeah, Christian's like, We're playing we have a show booked in Northern California, but we're gonna cancel it unless you wanna do it. I'm like, I'll do it. Yeah. Let's go. Great. Yep. I remember I practiced the songs like the entire way up there on a little CD Walkman <laughs> in the back. Dude, that's how old that shit was. Dang. 2007. Those are the days. That was the the era of the um, the van with the captain's chairs. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Kind of like the Fields on Wheels. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> Bed in the back. Dang. And then that was the that was the beginning. How how long after you were in the band did we record? Uh, what did we record? What did we record? What was your first thing? <laughs> was it Consequence? It was um, EP. It was the to the people I consider cowards demo with Ryan Baker. That was the first thing that I recorded with you guys, and then um, we did. 
Wait, so we get the party when Christian's nuts came out? No, that was... um. Oh, wait. <laughs> that was Christian, wasn't it? What was it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was there, but I missed that part. I had oh, okay. strep throat. You remember mm. that? I had strep throat, and like I recorded my parts. I was hanging out, but then I like I crashed. I just laid on like a bench and then went to sleep. Dang. Yeah, but you were there. I was there. That was when he got the bionic arm. When he had his that, yeah. that scar on his arm. <laughs> what, remember that? What a time, dude! Yeah. What a time! What a time! <clears throat> Dang. So then, so then we did consequence mm-hmm. dreams, and then for illuminator. That was the first time, because normally whenever we'd write anything, we'd write it and then I would basically just show up when we record and then everyone's hearing it for the first time. Rock star yeah. And yes. so I'm like, it's To be fine. fair, he still kind of yeah. does that today. Talking yeah. in a British accent. Mm. <laughs> Oi. And uh, yeah. What do you all got for me? But, but then for Illuminator, that was the first time when uh, we're like, we need to try to make better courses when you have catch your course courses so then for that for like i don't know how long of a writing process we did but like we just go to go to rick's house and then him and i would just jam out the course ideas and we just mm-hmm. fuck with melodies and harmonies and that's how we got the courses for illuminator mm-hmm. that was fun times fun times yeah there there was a definite shift in no bragging rights at that time because it was no longer just you coming up with like all like the bulk of mm. melodies and harmonies and things like that, um, and I think I think I'm gonna I'm gonna suck your glizzy a little bit. Right <laughs> here. You, I think Rick has a an ability to um, kind of look at things, look look at music from like a like a listener standpoint, mm-hmm. and be like, hey, I don't think this is gonna be catchy. I think this will be catchier to do it this way or try this way. <clears throat> so sure, I'll, I'll agree with that. It's helpful. He's like, he's just, he's like, what would story of the year? Well, yeah. Just, <laughs> can I see myself? That mantra. What would story of the year do? He's like, can I see myself in the back of my pickup, <laughs> singing these <laughs> these choruses? <laughs> and that's W S O T Y D. Yep. Do. Uh, Actually, no, that's a, I was about to say, do you, do you, do you, is there any memories that stand out from that, that time recording? But feels like a... No, there, <clears throat> there was one that stands out a lot is we partied really hard one night and uh, we got Castleman to party with us and stay there. And I like he got super wasted and I woke up and he was like face to face with me. <laughs> Like, I don't remember going to bed. I just remember, I just remember waking up and so cat like Daniel, he's, he's such a rad dude. He's a sweet dude, but very intense and like very like no nonsense. Mm-hmm. Our first time meeting him. So it's the first time we're at like, so it's like we're at Tim Lambie's house, mm-hmm. his studio. We meet, we meet Daniel. We like kind of have an awkward introduction meeting him. And he's like, dude, I just got the brand new like iPhone four plus or whatever. Yeah. And like, we're like, oh wow! Like, I don't, I don't think any of us had. I don't think any of us had iPhones. I think we had Blackberries back yeah. then, right? And I, I pretty sure I had a Nokia. But uh, he was just like, yeah, dude, I got, I got this today, blah blah. blah. And as he's like talking, it like slips out of his hand, 
and it fucking breaks in front of us, dude. <laughs> On the tile floor? <laughs> yes. Mind you, we've, we're like, we're just meeting him. Yeah. And he's like, like it breaks and I'll do all this for like, fuck. He's like, fuck. He gets it and like leaves. <laughs> we're like, yeah. All right. Well, well now. Super, like, I forgot about that. Yeah, we're like, uh, I guess we just wait here. <laughs> like, we out here. Uh, so that, was, that was a fun start to that. That was a good time, though. Uh, we, since we lived at that house, I remember we cooked a lot. Mm-hmm. I remember me and Martin cooking a lot. And then uh, when one of the things I remember most is uh, when, we, when it came to t- time to do gang vocals, uh, Daniel had some date somewhere. And he split and was like, yeah, you guys just you, you guys handle it. And then it ended up just being me and Martin doing the gang vocals like by ourselves in the room. And like nobody else was there. And so me and him start like doing these like super low burly screams. And we're just trying to outdo each other on who can be like the biggest, burliest, lowest screams. And Castleman thinks that it's funny. So he's egging us on. And he's like, oh, my God, it sounds like there's, like, seven 400-pound dudes in there. <laughs> just screaming. And then that's how all the vo- gang vocals sound. And we sounds- kept them. Yeah. And they just they sound tough as fuck. Uh, they, sound, they sound something. <laughs> yeah. Tough wouldn't be the word I use to describe they it. They sound burly. Stupid. Well, might be. <laughs> the, when I think of the gang vocals on the album, I think of... I think. I can't remember. Is it? And then they threaten us with fire. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> 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 that was, wasn't that? That was EJ doing that that guest vocal part. Oh, that was weird because yeah. we never we never heard like a metal. <laughs> yeah, we never dude. heard anyone do like the, like the high and low and low scream. Yeah, but it was oh, super yeah. quiet. Yeah. So when he's re- recording, yeah. we're like, oh, let's let's get this on film. And so like. He's doing that guest vocal part, and he does the low part, and I'm thinking it's gonna be all loud, and it's like, it's like, <laughs> yes. yeah. like no more loud. Than that. I was like, what? The, that's how you do that? Uh, lost respect. That was a fun time. That was also the time when, uh, just in one of those hot, hot days, and Martin shaved his head. He's like, you wanna shave yours too? And I was like, yeah, man, totally. So I shaved my head too. And then you found out. I forgot that I was at my buddy's wedding. <laughs> I look like a ninja turtle. Dude. <laughs> your mom that was like, Mikey. Yeah, you I was, have a wedding. I was about to like, get, I was like, I was like, really, like about to go into like war with my mom because yeah. she's like, Mikey, your hair, like, and I was just like, dude, are you, are you kidding? Like, I'm, but I don't know. I'm, how a, I was. I'm an adult, mom. Yeah, it was. She's like, fact. Jose's wedding, and I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, I am. I'm so, she yeah. wasn't mad at the fact that you shaved your head. It was the, that you put a swastika in the back. Was, <laughs> that is, was is offensive. That a, super is thick that, lines. Is that, a, is, that a carved, is that a carved in the back Santos? I don't know why. I'm just... Dude, I was... <laughs> Dude, I looked like a ninja turtle in a suit. <laughs> <laughs> stop so stop so calling so yourself a ninja turtle. You're giving yourself too much credit. It was bad. I was genuinely embarrassed. <laughs> I was genuinely embarrassed. Because that, that was, I'd shave my head, but I wore a hat all the time. Right. <laughs> so, what would it take for you to shave your head now? Mm. Martin offering. Martin, <laughs> uh, Martin offering on a hot day. <laughs> Dude, a hundred bucks. 
Dang. I give you hundred bucks. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Dude, we should do that for a fundraiser. <laughs> Mike shaves his head. I don't actually no. I don't want to shave my head. <laughs> I was just talking about. I I shaved a mohawk into my head one time when I was like 21, I think, and it was the worst thing that I ever did. And I was immediately embarrassed as soon as I, as soon as I did it. Everybody's like, oh, it looks fucking badass. I'm like, no. Yeah, no. 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 Like, I think you guys are all lying. This. Every single every single two of you. I feel like the, the right. moment you shave your head or the moment you do a mohawk or whatever, it's like, this is rad. And then it's the growing back process. You're like, this was yeah. fucking stupid. No. Like, every time I shave my head, I feel that way. I gave it a day, and then I, I shaved the mohawk off. And then I'm like, I'm just as embarrassed with the shaved head. <laughs> I don't know which one is worse. You could have done like the cool little like short strip mohawk. Oh, the, <laughs> like who's the that? Chuck Liddell. Yeah, Chuck Liddell. Was, <laughs> dude, I was like, who's that fighter that did that? Who's that one guy? Who's that? Brock Lesnar, a little flat top. <clears throat> oh, flat top. That was my dad's haircut for the longest time. He never let that go. He might still have it. <laughs> I think his head's just shaped like that. He just shaves his head. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like there's there's a couple things that that pop into my mind that that Rick would always say. One of them was, it's like my dad used to always say. Oh yeah, and you just trail off. The trail off. <laughs> <Not, laughs> just leave him hanging, or just walk away. <clears throat> That's a fun one. I'm trying to think of short stories we can share. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> uh. I'm not going to share the story, but Rick almost got us fucking beat up at a party. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> but it all ended up working out. It ended up working out too well, mm-hmm. which is so ridiculous. A little suspiciously well. Yeah. Uh, I was the, dude, like, the, the dude who was going to beat us up ended up buying merch from us <laughs> before we left. <laughs> Actually, he ended up buying merch from Radio Suicide. Well, I like to embellish the story <laughs> and say that it was us. Yeah. Makes me feel better at the end of the day. Makes me feel like I almost didn't get beat up. <laughs> the radio suicide days, man. That was... Fun times. Fun times. Do you, uh, do you remember we, uh, when you guys played San Jose Skate? Yeah. And me, Austin, yeah. Abraham road tripped it up there. You sharpied Austin's teeth black. <laughs> so, <laughs> <he was tripping. laughs> that sounds like something I do. <clears throat> uh, was that when we played with Love, Hate, Arrow there? Yeah. And I Am Ghost... Love here, I am yeah. Ghost, and I'm pretty sure Radio Suicide was on that too. Was that how we met I am Ghost? Oh, no, we already? That was the tour we were doing with I am Ghost. Oh, that was already the tour. Yeah, yeah. you guys were on a run with them. Mm-hmm. And then Love Hate Hero joined us on like three dates or something like that. Sick. What happened to Love Hate Hero, dude? I'm not I am Ghost. I like I am Ghost, dude. <laughs> Thrasher became successful. Yeah. He went to. Did he play Escape the Fate? Yeah. Yeah. And Is he still on Escape the Fate? I don't think so. Now he just records the biggest bands in the world. <laughs> yeah. Must be nice. Scott Stapp. <laughs> and, uh, Scott Stapp. <laughs> Scott Stapp. <laughs> I can't think of anybody else. Wait, you should ask him to mix our record. As an old, as a, as a favor. <laughs> I know, like, remember when I helped you carry your, your gear off stage one time? Well, yeah. <clears throat> Will you do me a favor? Do you remember the last tour you did with MBR? Yeah. Was it 
Was it the long ass Canadian one? Yeah, it was six months. That's why I didn't tour after that. <laughs> That's why you were like, <laughs> yeah, this isn't fun for me. It was it was from January fourth to June sixteenth, and the only time like it was literally nonstop. We came through Riverside like a month and a half into the tour. Like we went, I think we went out. Uh, we went out like to Texas and back or something like that, and then came back through and then went up to Canada or we we'll, did like the full U S Canada, like and all in between and stuff. And that's when I was like, that was a farewell, for, farewell, farewell for freeway. Farewell to freeway. Yeah. Was that tour, that one? Yeah, it was. I think so. Yeah. <clears throat> the... And that one, that one was rough. Cause <clears throat> I used to make money doing MySpace layouts and then they changed their format. And that's when everybody like left and went to Facebook. And I was like, well, shit. There goes my income. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm broke. I'm in Canada, living off three dollars a day, eating like choosing <clears throat> choosing only to eat like every other day, and uh, the sh- the shows were like just straight, not good. Yeah, garbage. <laughs> and <clears throat> I remember we were we would do things like. Um, Dude, Stacey and I broke up on the tour. Really? On that part of the run, yeah. Dang. Yeah, I got it. Got really. I lost seventeen pounds during that tour. Came oh, came back looking all skinny and stuff. Just, I was like, no, I just couldn't afford to eat. Yeah, yeah literally. <laughs> that's all it was. <clears throat> um, yeah, I was like eating every other day, and um, yeah, I was, like broke. But I remember one of the things we used to do is it was in Canada. I feel like we did this like two or three different places, but they had bars that would do specials where you're like, come in, buy two drinks, and you get uh, all the wings you want oh, for, yeah. for a penny or something like that, right? And so they'd on like Tuesday night, they'd have like two people, like two PBR tall cans for $2 each. So you had to spend $4 and one cent and you can and then get you just two tall cans and then as many wings, wings as, yeah. as you could eat. I remember we survived. Yeah. We did that a couple of times, but yeah, that was a, we also drove through the, uh, the Canadian Rockies. Remember that? Yes. And it was like a blizzard and there was trucks all over the side of the road. And I remember Martin was driving and I was in the back. And the snow was coming down so fast. We were only driving at like 20 miles an yeah. hour, but the snow is coming down <laughs> so fast that it looks like you're going like 100 miles an hour. On the road. It's like light speed. Yeah. Like, stop driving like, so fast. Fucking with your head. Yeah, it was fucking scary. And just trucks everywhere. That that was the, I remember that being, because we've, you know, driven, driven a lot. We've been through yeah. some bad weather. That was the most scared I've ever been yeah. driving. I was just like, we're gonna get an accident. Yeah, we're this bad is one. it. This is it. This is, it's and it's sketchy because you're pulling a trailer too. You you're yeah. You could every once in a while you could feel the back end mm-hmm. like start to mm-hmm. slide a little bit. <clears throat> and that and that was uh, you two had like kind of an agreement right about like if this stops becoming fun. Yeah, because we didn't want to be like like because we you know you every now and then you play with the band. And you're like, you could tell that they're just like, we can't we, burn out. We can't be that. Yeah. 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 I got burnout on that. It was that tour for sure. And then, uh, Christian was like, morale was down. Everybody was like, we'd play a show and there's only seven people at the show mm-hmm. and like everybody's broke and hungry. This is where you cue the Sarah McLaughlin. <laughs> <laughs> everybody's broke and hungry. And for just, 12 cents a day you can help this band well also like the the looking back on it now the way that you guys handled that financially we'll just say you guys as a whole right mm-hmm. well you know it was it was not 
the right way to go about things. Uh, yeah, we, I mean, like, we were constantly trying to pay everybody off before we paid mm -hmm. ourselves. And I was always trying to fight against that. I'm like, guys, like, we need to eat. Yeah. <laughs> you, you can't. I'm going to fly away if the breeze kicks up. <laughs> and yeah, so I was, I was trying to fight against that, but ultimately it wasn't like my decision or my, you know, mm -hmm. like I didn't handle all, all the financial stuff. So, um, but yeah, I remember that tour Christian like morale was down Christian was like well here guys and he was really into the secret and so I, yeah and so he like he's like he was driving and whoever was driving you know just get to you pick whatever you want to listen to during the drive and he put it on the secret and I was sitting up front and like it actually clicked with me mm -hmm. and but it was in the wrong he was like guys we need to listen to this we, we, we need to manifest what we you know where we want to be and how we want to be and I was like all it did was make me decide that this my time in the band is done. <laughs> like, I'm done here. This is I was like, me. oh, I was like, you know what? I, I'm going to start my own business. <laughs> You're like, what am I doing here? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much, Christian. <laughs> I feel so much better. Yeah. It backfired. I bl so blame Christian on me not being in the band. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. If it wasn't for the secret, you mm -hmm. know, I'd still be chugging along. <laughs> Dude, wait, so when you got home, when you got home from tour, because I think, did you tell us during the tour that you were like, I think this is it? Or did you tell us when we were home? When we were home. Yeah, we'd played Arizona and then our, it was our last show for that tour. And then I told everybody like, I think the next day, mm -hmm. next day or the day after that or the month after that, three months. It wasn't the fault. And I never told anybody. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I was like, I was like, you just didn't show up to practice. <laughs> just stop no, showing up. No, I, t I think I told everybody the, the next day after we got home. I decided probably three weeks before the tour was over, but I like, I didn't want to deal with all that drama. Yeah. <laughs> and I was stuck. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, That's not a conversation you're like, to have. I literally can't afford to fly home. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, Yeah. <clears throat> Fun times. That was fun times. Dang. And so you get you got so you got home from that tour. What was the first thing you did? Because did you start working? Or? I ate. I ate. Yeah. You ate, I, yeah. I gained seventeen pounds. Had <laughs> <laughs> a meal. Uh, <clears throat> the first thing I did was um, I had a client that I was doing a lot of design work for, and I told them like, "Give me all the work that you have, and I'm just gonna like start my own start my own business." Like literally. Uh, I had already started my own business because I was doing work, uh, for Jason Majo under Blackheart Group. Mm -hmm. And then we ran into this issue where people were paying me to do MySpace layouts. Right. And then there was this record label, uh, from Australia <clears throat> that, uh, paid me up front to do like six MySpace layouts. And they never sent me uh, anything for any of the, they never sent me any of the assets, like like uh, band photos, like right. any, things you need to make the layout. Yeah. <clears throat> and I followed up with them like continuously. And then after like two months, I stopped following up. They paid me up front. And then so like six months goes by, I forget all about it. Yeah. And instead of like reaching out to me, they sent a mass email to everybody with a Blackheart Group email address, like just anybody with a Blackheart Group email address and was like, uh, if we don't get our money back for these MySpace layouts that we paid you for six months ago, like we're going to sue you guys. What? And <clears throat> it just made me look like a piece of shit. And I'm like, right. look. And so uh, immediately Jason Major he calls me and was like, hey, what the fuck is going on? 
Yeah. And I was like, dude, I like explained the whole thing to him. And um, I was like, I followed up with them and they never got back to me. And then so I was like, I need to, I dug through my emails and I sent him the entire conversation. I was like, then I started thinking like, did I fuck up? Did I miss an email? Mm, yeah. Did I like, did they get back to me? And I just like forgot or like yeah. I didn't, didn't reply. Cause like by now I've already told Jason Majo that <laughs> what the yeah. story was. It wasn't I, my fault, yeah. right? And then you're like, fuck, wasn't my fault. Yeah. So I'm like, okay. And then I read through everything and I was like, oh yeah, I see. I'm not a piece of shit. Like I actually did mm -hmm. like try to do it. And I sent it to him and he's like, okay, well he's like, that's cool. But like everybody else is freaked out. So I have to take away your black heart group email address. And if you're going to do that, you should just do your own thing. And I was yeah. like, okay. So that's when I started um, stomp designs. The black heart group thing was an interesting time frame too. Cause it was like, cool, black heart group. We're going to do some shit. Mm -hmm. And then one day it was just like, Nope, never mind. Yeah. 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 The second first label that nobody was, <laughs> was on. It started. Yeah. <clears throat> But yeah, that was uh, that was fun, fun times. And oh, I remember I I called. The whole reason I called my business Stomp Designs was because uh, I had like rolled my ankle uh, while we were on tour in Canada, and we all used to do these like synchronized mm -hmm. cool stomp moves. And uh, I couldn't stomp anymore. Like I literally had to like sit with my <laughs> with my foot up all the time. And I like I went through like all of these different company names like trying to think of cool names and i couldn't think of anything what, what were some of the runner ups that you had um shit stain design <laughs> uh, <laughs> handsome rick creation and uh perverto design design perverto company presents. <laughs> perverto presents. <laughs> i don't remember what any of the runner runner ups were <clears throat> but but i should have gone with perverto presents that would have been that would have been the the wise choice. Yeah. <clears throat> so so after you kind of like after you you leave no bragging rights, um, because there was a time frame where you kind of like disappeared for a little bit too, like working on the escape room and oh, everything yeah. like that. Um, how first off, how did you get into the escape room? The escape room. Yeah, and then how did you get out of it? So. And then I want to share when Rick told me. Because yeah. <laughs> I, I remember vividly. <clears throat> so uh, I heard about escape rooms in like 2016, I think. 2015, 2016. And a friend of mine went and was telling me about it. And I was like, oh, this sounds fucking cool. And I was constantly trying to get friends to go. And nobody wanted to go. Everybody thought it was like like a haunted house. They yeah. thought it was like, you know, not scary farm or whatever. And so I finally... Um, Tessa's sister's husband, Ryan, uh, when him and her, Tessa's sister got engaged, they had like a, uh, or no, before they got married, he had a, a bachelor party and for his bachelor party, he wanted to do it. So he invited me. And so, uh, we went and did an escape room one night. And at the time I had my shop in Corona doing screen printing and like vinyl and wraps and, uh, signs and all that stuff. Right. And I was getting burnout. I was getting burnout on like the clients that I had, um, I feel like I was just like, I, I want, I got into it to do like cool design work and stuff. And then it be, it became like, Hey, I like the design that you did for this person. Um, can I hire you to, to do my logo? And then they'd be like, but here's the parameters. And it's basically like, they just tell me exactly what they want their logo yeah, to look like. And I'm wasn't. like, okay. So I feel like, and then, uh, it was just like, I didn't, I felt like I didn't have like a creative outlet. Mm -hmm. And so, um, we, I played the escape room and I was like, 
looking around, I like, I was like, oh, I thought this is going to be something more extravagant. Like I could have built something better than this. The, the one right. that I went and played. And I was like, I had a really fun time and I didn't make it out. Uh, but I was like, that was fucking cool. Um, the experience was cool. The experience yeah. was cool. And I was like, I've, I feel like there's a million things that I would have done to make this room better. And like, and so, uh, I was talking with Ryan to, about it and I was like, we should just open up our own. And then he was like, dude, we should. And he, he had come to my house and he was like talking about getting out of his job and stuff. And so I was like, fuck it, let's do it. And so, uh, we just fucking dove straight in and we're like, all right, let's do it. We, uh, got some investors, secured some funding and then, um, couple people took some big <laughs> some big risks yeah. <laughs> and uh we got a commercial building in rancho and did you did you ever come i out? never got to go okay. yeah i did oh well, yeah mike went mike went um and i was like we built it all out and it took us like 10 months to to really build the whole place out and it, even at 10 months it was like we were only able to build one game yeah and our intention was to open in three months and have four games oh, yeah. <laughs> And it took 10 months just to get one game done. And so uh, we realized it was like way, we we're just naive as far as how long things take to build. And like, right. um, and then we we're like perfectionists about everything and really wanted to like come out swinging, you know, like we want to make something that was cool. So um, I feel like we did, we did pretty good for our, our first game. But then at the time, like while we were building, I literally played one escape room and then decided I was going to open my own. And then like, so like I didn't have a frame of reference. I like, I kind of, Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Just thought they were all of that quality. Right. And then you learn the more you play, like they vary, like, like difficulty a, levels. Oh you know, yeah, yeah. And like, like just the, the, the time and effort people put in making their shit look good. Some people like hire companies, like set like, professional set designers mm -hmm. to come out and do their stuff there's like there's places in la where these people like put a quarter of a million dollars into one game Fuck. and like you walk in you know it you yeah. know it looks like looks like universal studios or, or disneyland or something um and we got you know we got a lot of compliments for what we did but like i feel like what we did wouldn't compare to the you know a quarter million dollar right. budget yeah um but anyways um we opened that game and then we start operating the business and then we're like hey well we need to we're not going to be profitable just with one game we need to open up a second game so like start working on the next one it took us another 10 months to get that one going because we're now operating the place and then while we're closed down we're building the other game so it's like we didn't have the kind of freedom and, and time to build the second game 
And then so once we got that one open, then the business kind of blew up because um, we we did some really cool shit in that game. Yeah. Um, and like word spread and like people started coming from literally all over the world. It was fucking cool. Yeah. Like we. That's rad. Yeah. The game like we won an award for the game and like it's like listed on like this is nerd shit, but <laughs> I know. Cool. Uh, but we got like, I'm I'm just I'm proud of it. So like we got you know like listed on like top. There's like there's this website called Trepec is like top escape rooms project or something, mm-hmm. and we got listed as like one of like the top hundred games in the world, which is like fucking That's fucking cool. sick though. Considering there's like there's more than five hundred escape rooms in just Southern California alone. Yeah, and they're all over the world, and like the best ones are like in like Germany and Sweden and like mm-hmm. the place where they don't have building codes yeah. where there's yeah. no rules. Yeah. Yeah. They can like you can like literally get hurt. Yeah, yeah. And, like yeah. So those are, like those are, like <clears throat> the fucking cool ones, but. The problem was, um, we, 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 like, we opened up that game in, uh, November of 2019 mm-hmm. and then we hired our first employee to help us run the business. And then we were literally open for, we had that game open for three months and then COVID hit mm-hmm. and we got shut down we were shut down for 10 months. And so during that 10 months, we're like the first couple of months, like we, we were we were paying rent on the building, but then we're like, I don't know how fucking long we're going to be closed. Like, yeah. Like, why are we still paying rent here? Like, I don't know what we're going to do. And like, fortunately the, the landlords were cool. Cause everybody else in our complex was closed too. You know, like, yeah, you know, nothing was open. Mm-hmm. So we're like, well, let's just take this time and revamp the first room that we built and make something that is up to our capabilities now. Now, mm-hmm. cause we, during the, during the time of uh, building, we went and played, I've now played, I think, seventy-four escape rooms. Like, oh, so you so, were like, yeah, so studying like, basically. Went out and played. Like, I'd ask everybody that would come in, like, what's your favorite games? Like, where, sh- you know, you know, and the same ones are always coming up. So you mm-hmm. go play all those ones, and then you make friends with other owners and go play their games. And like, even some of the like the real shit ones have uh, have some cool elements. You know, mm-hmm. like you could take like a like the game sucked but there was this really cool fucking part you know like um so like we would take those ideas and like how could we use something like that in our games and like so we spent another 10 months while we were (laughs) shut down (laughs) revamping our first game and then we reopened and um in like 20 like january of 2021 it was still like a little sketchy everybody was like coming in we're temp checking everybody everybody's wearing masks and stuff like that and um and it's how I don't care how anybody like feels about like either way. I don't, I don't really have strong feelings on anything like that, but like in the industry, like the escape room people, there's people who are like, um, like yelpers, you know? And mm-hmm. like, they like, they'll come to your location. And if you're not like following all the guidelines, they will blast you. Bla- yeah. yeah. And like, so you have to disinfect every room yeah. as soon as I somebody, mean, it's not a bad idea to do that anyway. Right. Which right. We, which we, we did, but like, it was just like, man, you better play by the rules. Otherwise, because like we saw some of our friends' rooms like get trashed, you know, just by these people because like they didn't, you know, like they played a trick or you know, not, not like a trick, but they like they were testing, like walked in without a mask and like nobody asked them to put one on, mm-hmm. you know. So they're like, they're, mm-hmm. yeah, dude, it's like dude, it's like a, like trying to trying to trap people into <laughs> I hate that. Yeah, I hated it too, which is kind of why I stopped being in that, <laughs> that industry. Um, but yeah, because we didn't pay rent, we accrued like this huge balance uh on our building and we had all of our investors to pay back 
And so we're like, okay, well, we have these two really popular. We, we opened back up, and the other game became like just as popular. So it's like really cool. Mm-hmm. We were literally sold out like every every weekend and most weeknights. So like, if you didn't book by Thursday, like you couldn't you couldn't even get a spot. That's so like, sick. every time the phone rang on a weekend, I'm like, I, it's just me telling somebody I can't book you. Yeah. And like, so um, so it was it was it was really cool. We were we were you know super busy and we started charging more we're like look if we're gonna be popular <laughs> like might as well charge more yeah. like because we know the effort that we put in and like just based on if you're looking at other games and stuff that are in the area like what they charge we're like we could charge a little more than that yeah. you know so um plus we're like we need to pay, <laughs> pay that. yeah we've got some debt to yeah, take we care of this debt back so our goal was like let's get every let's uh let's just work non-stop and then every penny we make just pay off everybody Mm -hmm. and it took us a year but we did that and so like we literally like so i was working at the escape room every weeknight like from wednesday night to sunday night um and so every weeknight and weekends all and all day friday saturday sunday and then mondays at mondays and tuesdays i would like have the day off but i uh had my printing equipment at home and i was just print out of my garage and like keep my client i paid my bills through my personal clients mm-hmm. and then just used all my time at the escape room to just like pay back debt and i feel like i had zero social that's why i disappeared for yeah. that yeah you know, like zero social life for like three years just because i was stuck and i and i know you had told me like the number that you guys made in, in a year i don't know if you want to say that but it was a pretty considerable amount of money yeah yeah came up within a year yeah yeah, we we did pretty well. Um, and I mean, like, we could have continued to just, you know, like, after we got back to zero, run the business. But, like, we were getting burnout. There was a lot of, like, um, a lot of, like, snobby people that would come in. And um, they call themselves enthusiasts, you know. And, like, they, they create a reputation. Like, so there would be people that we knew from, like, different Facebook groups, right, that mm-hmm. brag about how they take a picture at every escape room they go to and post it on these groups and like with a number of how many rooms they've done like people have done like 1500 1600 games um like people who've set records for playing the most like literally guinness world record holders for like playing the most escape rooms like in what in one day yeah and like they came and would visit and then like you would try to make sure everything goes right while they're there and like you kiss their ass and then you just feel like an idiot afterwards and mm-hmm. i'm like it just it's, i don't know it's fake and gross and i was just i was getting burnt out on it yeah mm-hmm. so so one day we're you know watching a group play the room and ryan puts on the secret and says <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, he's, like, he's, like, he's like i have a way to make the the, the break room better <laughs> You just have to manifest. <laughs> I wish that last part was true. You, That's amazing. Do you and 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 can you share like the worst experience that you had there, or worst group or person? Um, was that when you you and your group went? Um, we had a, dude. We had a great time. Um, yeah, I lost my invite for that one. Yeah, was, you, you you were invited. You were gonna was go. I? But at the last second, I don't remember. At the last second, you weren't invited. Yeah. <laughs> you said something like you use some outdated language that I don't want to share here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really quick before you go in, I vividly remember I was taking class. I was like, I was not taking classes at RCC. Yeah. And 
I, I don't know. I can't. I don't know if you just call me for that or if you call me for something else. But you're like, dude, I started an escape room. I didn't believe him at all. Yeah. <laughs> no. Not, well, was, not, not for a second. I was fair like, enough. <laughs> I was like, right on. And you're like, dude, I know, I know. But like, I really did. I, I like, I have, a, I have an escape room now. I was like, all right. What? And then I was like, trying to like talk about other things. And you're like, I'm being serious. I was like, I know. I didn't believe him at all. And it was like later on or something where it came up. Or maybe I saw a picture. I saw like, the Instagram oh, pop up. Uh-huh. Is that yeah. that might have been what yeah, I saw? Yeah, the, the Instagram popped up, and it already had like a pretty good amount of following to it. But then um, I don't, I don't know how we made the connection that it was your escape room, uh-huh. and I was like, wait, what? And I asked Mike about it, and he's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You get, I guess I guess he really did. He told Frank me has an escape room. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, when I when I went though. I've not, you know, admittedly, it's the only escape room I've ever done. Mm-hmm. But what I thought the experience was going to be was not that. It was like mm-hmm. it was really good. It was like a lot better. I thought it was going to be like super cheesy and like lame. Just a bunch but of dad was, jokes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But there, was, there was a dad joke in one <laughs> yeah. of the games. Yeah, but uh, but it was like it was cool. It was like hard and stuff, and like like the things like were actually. I remember like there were so many times where I was like, oh, I was like, I was like that was cool. That's like, like, you know, you push something, then like something opens up or yeah. like, yeah. Dude, we had a, a 12 foot tall fireplace, right? In one of our games that like, after you solve a series of puzzles, you throw a switch and the entire fireplace slides over dude, and, and reveals a door. Just sick. Yeah. It was like, it's cool shit like that. Like that was just part of the reason why it took 10 months to build these games. But I, like I had already, I already had been bummed that i never got to make it out there for the escape room but then when you sent me the video that you edited for the escape room i was like fuck man i really wish so so you've seen some of the inside of that was that was the game that we revamped because that was like the original game that we built and then we just made it way better so like we had a bunch like a bunch of shit that we wanted to do with the game when we first built it but we're like okay well i don't know how how are we gonna do this how are we gonna do that how are we gonna pull that off (laughs) said it'll just learn a bunch of shit but yeah. Okay. Sorry. Now, oh, now the worst customer or the yes. worst experience. Um, okay. So I had this group come in during the day on a Sunday and a lot of people think that it's just going to be a great idea to go get wasted before they come play an escape room. And like, look, I like the drinky <laughs> myself. Okay. I like those beers. I like them them girl beers okay <laughs> um but if you've played any number of escape rooms like like mike said like it's not it's usually not what you think when you go in for your first time to play it's like it's challenging puzzles and like a lot of them yeah. are just fucking hard like, and cle- like, it's like clever you got to be yeah. thinking and-, and so like it requires a lot more brain power than like it's not like just go in and, drunk and try to break things open it's yeah. not it's not really like that um, I mean, some places are like that, but not not many. But most of most of them are like you know, there's like clever puzzles and shit. You gotta you gotta really like use your brain and try to figure out how to how to get through the game. So like if you're drunk, like you're not gonna do well. And if you, most people who don't do well, they get frustrated at some point in the game because they're not progressing. Right. And so you're stuck in there for an hour, and like you see people, you can kind of see the mood change. So we were always trying to help people and like move them along. Like we have a, a PA in the room, and like we'll give them it. Like they can ask for hints if they want, but if we see that they're like they're just like they're almost getting something right like we can kind of chime in and like just you know some people don't fucking like that shit at all (laughs) but um but anyways we had this group come in during a day on a sunday and they when they walked in 
they just smelt like alcohol. I could smell that they had been drinking at lunch. Yeah. And like they weren't like wasted, wasted. Like but belligerent. They, they just just a little light tipsy, you know, whatever. But like still, like we when you book the game on our website, it tells you like three times, like there's no drinking before you like we don't have to allow you to play. And we learned this really early on because somebody came in drunk like when we first opened and like broke a bunch of shit in our, our game. Mm. And so we're like, hey, we no more letting people in that, that have been drinking. So mm. um so we make you sign a thing, not sign, but like you have to check a box. You literally have to check it or you can't book your game, right? right. So and it's like I have read and acknowledged these rules, right? Mm. And then when you get your email, it reiterates everything, right? And so they one, they show up late. And then we used before COVID, this is like we used to do combined public games. So like the room will hold ten people. If your group has five and you book five spots in the room, there's still five spots open. Five other people might just book those spots. Right. And then you gotta play the game with them. Mm-hmm. Um and we did it that way because you know, you make more money that way. But um after COVID we started doing like private games, but so this one particular time, it was a combined game, and, and uh, they'd been drinking. They came, they come in, they they were late, so the other group was already like waiting for them, and so they show up late, and then we let them in the game, and there's this part in the game where there's like a piece of furniture that's attached to the wall, and uh, I see these two guys like looking as I'm watching the watch them on the cameras, and I see these guys like pointing and, and like pointing at something, and I can't really see what they're pointing at, and the dude grabs. The, the piece of furniture that's attached to the wall and literally like yanks it off the wall and in this piece of furniture there's a bunch of wires and stuff hidden in behind it and it's all like like neatly done but it's the control to move forward in the game to move that fireplace out of the way and he broke the wire literally broke the wires that were connecting those and i was like and you can't tell right away yeah. all i can tell is that they moved it and i was like i chime in on the microphone I'm like guys that's it's attached to the wall you're not supposed to move that and i'm like irritated yeah and uh and so they go to try to progress to the game and now the fireplace won't open and i'm like okay now i have to fix this game you know and we have we're booked for the rest of the day and i'm like i don't even know if i'm gonna be able to fix. i don't know what's wrong you know like i haven't seen so like i gotta kick him out and that when i went to kick him out now the angry drunk comes out in mm-hmm. these people and they're pissed at me for kicking them out of the Cause, game because like, they broke the shit. i'm like you guys broke my stuff and i'm like and yeah even if I wanted to allow you to play, the thing you broke won't allow you to get into the next room. Yeah. And so they leave and then they have this lady hits me up. She has the audacity to ask me for a fucking refund <laughs> on the game. And I go, I go, I'm like, I was, I was like, like taken aback, you know, I'm yeah. like, I'm like, excuse me, I, you know? And, uh, like, bitch, did you just ask? You realize you, you realize you're, you broke this game yeah. costing me money and oh and i also had to cancel the next <clears throat> i think game or two after them so i could run to home depot fix what was by the by the wires replace splice what was what needed to be fixed Ugh. uh patch what needed to be patched paint like everything and get the game back up running so we could book like the later games can play and so uh she's like yeah um we want a refund for you know you, you kicked us out of the game early and i'm like okay like i'll give you the refund but I would just like an explanation as to why you think I should give it to you. Yeah. You know, so that's all I, that's all I said. And I was like, I should have just told her, you know, whatever. But like, I, I was too close to the project. And that was another reason why I was like, I found myself like hating every group that came through. Cause I was like, Oh, these fucking idiots, you know, they like, fucked up your work. Yeah. Like, like I, they're, they're I, not like, they're not appreciating this game. Mm. This game. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, you just, that was clever. What just happened? Yeah. Yeah, no one's reacting. Know, what do you mean? You didn't laugh at that. Dad joke. <laughs> 
and then so uh and so like she like she re- replies like she just goes off on me and then immediately afterwards leaves a fucking one-star review on our yelp and i was like motherfucking we like it to this point we had zero one star like they're all five stars like we had like a hundred something five star reviews i'm like this one asshole just leaves a one star so like that one just stings yeah and nothing you can do you can't do like the response from the owner thing i i did that uh well see here's here's where they messed up because uh their yelp account didn't match any name that had actually signed in on our waivers like mm. so i was just like on the response i was like we have no record of you ever playing here are you sure you're leaving a review for the right location yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that was all that was also in the owner's response it just looked like they never really played there yeah if you even nobody really cared like nobody gives a shit it's yet. it's obvious when somebody's bitter right and like they're leaving a bad review because some something weird happened and like and they're mad and they're mad yeah yeah it's like amazon yeah you could just you could tell somebody's being an idiot and just mad because they bought the wrong thing or whatever but so anyways that's my escape room stuff dude that's yeah that's a it's a it's crazy because i i did like one or two um escape rooms at like comic cons Mm -hmm. so they weren't like super in-depth like they were kind of cheesy um and there's one over here that like a bunch of people from my work go to and they're like, Oh, it's sick. But I've always just been like, I need to find at least a, a smart group to go with. Cause I don't want to be stuck in here and feel super stupid. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What's the name of the one over here? Uh, I don't Is know. Confusion escapes. Something, uh, I don't know. Is that uh, like an orange, orange logo with a dude like running? Oh, like that's, key? um, yeah, that was, it's off, uh, Waterman. Yeah, it's close by. Yeah, me. Exodus. That's yeah, yeah. That, yeah. That's like a chain. They have a few locations. They're oh, all okay. Is uh your so your old so then your old spot is mm-hmm. it still still there still the same game or are they added to it is it different? Um, I know that they made a couple chain like so we sold it um, last year and to some owners who actually have like good escape rooms of their own mm-hmm. and like it was three different owners from three different escape rooms that kind of just came together and bought our location. Oh, cool. Um, and we just, we made them the, the private offer first because we were friends with them. And mm-hmm. we're like, look, before we put this out in the public, like we're thinking of selling any of you guys interested. And like, so they kind of teamed up and they were all about it. Um, because our location, like, dude, we're booked solid all the time. Like, yeah. So it was just kind of a, if you have the money to do it, it's kind of an easy choice, I think, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and they don't have to go in and build anything that already has a good reputation, except for that one one star yeah. overview. <laughs> um, and Are they still going? Is it still? Yeah, and so it's still there, still going. Um, and the only things that I know that they did because, like, when they took over, you know, like I I had to do like a month of training. You know, it's like training employees almost. So oh, like, showing them how, how everything, everything works. works. Yeah. yeah, and like the good thing was is the the main guy that was like behind getting the other owners to buy it is a guy that I would rely on to ask questions when I needed to know how to build something. So like, oh, cool. yeah. So like he, he understood everything I did and like saw some of the shit that I did and was like, why'd you, why'd you do it like that? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so it wasn't that big of a deal for them taking over, but I know that like they made a couple changes in the game and made things easier. And then like, I haven't really followed up with them too much since they took it over, but should go. I remember should go. them telling, yeah, 
just ace the game. <laughs> I, rem- I remember all the combinations. <laughs> we'll, we'll grab Ryan and yeah. we'll all go. You, you wear a costume. I know. Just like, a real, like, real bad fake mustache and like just a mustache. <laughs> a little one. Just a little. Just, just a, a little, little Charlie Chaplin. Just a little Charlie Chaplin. <laughs> Charlie Chaplin mustache. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, but yeah, that was. I know, like. We were super particular, like, about how we ran it. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I tried to impart that on them, but I could tell, like, they weren't interested in doing things. They kind of wanted to do things their own way. Yeah. And, like, hey, you're buying it. You can do what you want. I'm just telling you from experience, like, if you don't want things broken, like, you got to kind of, like, lead people, you know, in one way or another. And they told me, like, two weeks after, um, after they took it over, and I had, like, I was like, all right, you guys good? You done? Like, you know, you're not going to call me for some random thing anymore? They're like, yeah, we had to replace like four things in the game because people came in and broke stuff. I'm like, I told you. <laughs> I told you. They're like, we had these dude rip this piece of furniture off the wall. <laughs> yeah. And tore the wires so the fireplace wouldn't move. <laughs> yeah, that was that was dumb. We had some people do some funny stuff too. Um, there was one time where the uh, oh we had, I guess I guess I can just spoil it. It's not really not my place anymore. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't at, think we said the name of this game room either. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? It's uh, a place you don't like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm not going to do that. Anyways, there's, at, the, <laughs> at the end of the game, there's this part where, because um, we, the, the room with the fireplace, we kind of like try to design it like the haunted, Disney Haunted Mansion, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, and so, like, the end of the game there's this part where you pull a candlestick back and when you pull a candlestick back a skeleton falls from the ceiling and like it's just a one final jump scare like to, to get yeah. everybody and we have some videos recorded that like we, t- <laughs> we recorded footage from our cctv mm-hmm. cameras and like uh this one group dude jumped across the room over the over like this chair in the middle of the game and like did a rolling somersault land and slammed into the wall and it was dude it was gnarly <laughs> like the whole building was like oh, shit. <laughs> yeah there's some crazy stuff there there was uh the first game we built it was like a like a medical like dirty hospital kind of you know game that was the mm. video i showed you mm. and in one of the rooms there was a filing cabinet and we'd get these like little girls that would come through for like 13th birthday or something like that. Yeah. And they, their parents would drop them off and they'd go play and they'd be really timid and scared of everything. And we'd like, we didn't really put jump scares in the game other than that, like skeleton. So like, yeah. if they, we, they scream over like a door that opens because they solved a puzzle and they'd all think that something was going to jump out and scare oh, them. Yeah. And like, <laughs> so that shit would get fucking annoying. And I'd, yeah. Yeah, I'd be like, there, guys, there's no jump scares in this. And I'm like, I'm telling you, like, there's no need to scream at every single yeah. thing that happens. So like, there's one group of these little girls and like, uh, one of them left a filing cabinet drawer open. And it was like one of those like tall filing cabinets, right? And they left the top drawer open. All these girls are only about as tall as the filing cabinet. And something opened, and what they the all the entire group ran, and some girl just got clotheslined by the <laughs> like suit, like like face, like feet came out. Like, uh, like good thing your parents signed a waiver. <laughs> Let's jump into the mental health check then, Mike. All right, mental health check is where we like to check in weekly, see where we're at mentally. That way, uh, if we're if we're going well, maybe what are we doing that's helping us? And if we are in a funk, maybe what is going on or what are we neglecting to do 
that is keeping us in that funk. So who wants to go first? Me? <laughs> go for it. Uh, I'm good. I'm, uh, <clears throat> last week was my birthday. Mm-hmm. Last week was Rick and mine's birthday. Thank yeah. you. We're, we're two days apart. Mm-hmm. So we're both 40. Pounds overweight. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, glizzy, <laughs> the glizzy goblin and the, the flat miker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I... Uh, I mentioned this on the last podcast, and I feel like it bears repeating, but when we were at Not Scary Farm, they're celebrating their 50 years of Not Scary Farm. And I was like, man, we're 10 years, <laughs> 10 <laughs> years from 50, dude. Oh. Yeah. Dude, I used to be, we were in our 20s. Dude. When we were seeing the world and doing dumb stuff. Yeah. And now we're... Now we're in our 40s. Now in our 40s. And we're going to do, maybe not as crazy st- dumb stuff, but we're going to still do some dumb stuff. Yeah, so we got to get this this punk rock stuff out before yeah, we turn yeah, 50. We, we got to do it now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I got time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, youth. Ryan, yeah. Ryan pointed out. Not if your cholesterol has anything to do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan hit me the other day. He's like, hey, you know, if <laughs> this sounds so weird. If your kid is just like, you know, way younger, it's fine. Like, you know, find yourself like a 10 year old or something like that. Oh. <laughs> For the yeah. video. <laughs> <laughs> Out of context, that sounds yeah, so horrible. Yeah. Started with Get, this for the video. For me, it's fine. <laughs> Find yourself a good-looking 10-year-old. Find, find, find yourself a nice little handsome 10-year-old. <laughs> uh, uh, let's see. I'm doing, I'm doing well. I'm doing well mentally. Last, last week was obviously busy with everything, but it was exciting. It was fun. Um, Jordan was out, out here, so we got to, do, got to do a lot of stuff with her. And then got to do stuff with the family. Uh... Last night, not last night, two nights ago was the birthday party thing, which is fun. Um, yeah, mentally I'm doing well, man. I'm, I'm, uh, I've been listening to music, which has been nice. Um, I feel like there's something I'm getting into that has been helpful. <laughs> <That sounds good. laughs> uh, what? What is, what yeah. is it? It's called the secret, guys. Yeah, it's called the secret. <laughs> Which is my buddy showed me. It's called the secret. Just quit everything. Mm-hmm. Just the whole whole life reset. Um. What? Is, oh, never mind. I know what it is. Uh, I was excited because I got <laughs> I got to introduce John Wick to Jordan. Mm. <laughs> I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's not a real I person. Was like, I was like, <laughs> you know, that's a fictitious character. I was like, something, was like, something really, really special happened this week. Jordan, I'd like to introduce you to John Wick. Yeah. Senor John. I love, I love because she had, she has no real, like, no idea what it is. And, uh, if, yeah, I know. And this isn't, I mean, if the movie's been out for like, since 2014 or something. So did she only watch the first one or did you watch? No, well, we've only seen the first one, but she's excited to watch the other ones. But like, right away, when like they when she sees the dog, she was like, "Oh my god!" And I was like, <laughs> "Wait!" I was like, just, "Just wait." She's either gonna like be totally on board, or she'll be like, "I want to watch something else." Oh, yeah, can we watch Frozen? Yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah. So yeah, this week this week has been good. Um, I'm uh, I'm hoping I'm hoping I, I I don't know I don't know that I'll be able to achieve it, but I would like to get better sleep. Mm. 
That would be great. It'd be nice. Yeah. Manifest it. Yeah. What's in the secret? It'll put you right to sleep. <laughs> were you? Was that? Your, wait, were, was that were the? You, were you kidding when you said that? Uh, was was that was that your first time hearing the secret? Or was that your first time listening, like paying attention? First time paying attention. Yeah. Okay. Because Christian you, had tried to play it before. Yeah. And I never really paid much attention. Yeah. I remember it being like, "It really put me to sleep." Yeah, I was like super on board, and then I was just like, "Those are the rules for prayer." Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, they say that in The Secret, too, though, don't they? Like, it's like, call it what you want. Like, yeah. Prayer. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Rick, where are you at mentally this week? Or yeah. um, I feel like I'm kind of always in a perpetual state of stress and trying to mask it with dumb humor. <laughs> uh, but that's just being a business owner, I guess. Um today was pretty rough especially this morning like i uh have nine or ten employees right now it's bad it's bad that i don't know the the actual numbers (laughs) i could count but i after i get to seven i just start i don't know (laughs) i don't know what to do what what else (laughs) you just stop trying that's that's actually one of my favorite things rick does actually i know mike's done it we'll call people that too but people who like miss like they like misread things, and you'll be like, "Did you just like give up halfway?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, it's not even close. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just, just, yeah, just <laughs> quietly sitting in the corner. Um, so yeah, and there's this thing that employees like to do where they like to say they're sick or go home early on Fridays, <laughs> or call in sick on Mondays, mm-hmm. and uh, we all know it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We don't talk about it. We've all yeah. been there. We've all been there. I used to be an employee. Yeah. But now having employees, I feel like all those times that I went home early or called in sick on Mondays is all biting me in the ass. <laughs> yeah. So like I kind of look at it like that. I kind of look at it like, well, this is my karma, but I never fucking did it as much as people do this shit to me. Yeah. yeah. So um, I hate calling off. I, I do. I do too. I feel weird. I, I've. Yeah. It's weird. I think, you know, like I'm not a big corporation. Like everybody plays uh, like a key part in what they do every day. So I literally need everybody there. And if I don't have one person there, it can be a shit show. Yeah. You know, like everybody has their role that they play. So it's just, it kind of boggles my mind that like the, I know the reason one of my employees called out today was because he went to, um, what's the Six Flags Fright Fest. Fright Fest. Fright Fest. He went to Fright Fest last night and he told me on Friday he was going. And I was like, you're going on Sunday night before work on Monday? It was literally like the, the last thing that I said to him. And then he texted me at 5.30 this morning. He's like, hey, I got home late and um, I'm not feeling that well. I'm like, you're not, it's not that you're not feeling well, you're, you're tired. You're tired, yeah. <laughs> you're sleepy, bud. You're tired, dude. Yeah. And thank, being an adult. Yeah, Go to work, bud. Yeah, thanks for, thanks for leaving me hanging here. And then um, I have another employee who, his brother works for us, who just started like a couple weeks ago. And he comes in, they ride together and he comes in by himself. And I was like, Hey, where's your brother? And this dude doesn't speak English very well. Mm. Um, what's that language that he, he speaks German? <laughs> oh, Spanish. They like, confuse him all the time. Uh, and so I ask him, I ask him where his brother is. And he's, he tells me in like his broken English that like his brother got in a car accident. And I was like, Oh my God, like, is he okay? And then he like, he pulls out his phone. He's going to show me a picture. I'm like, you going to show me your dead brother. <laughs> It, it wasn't, wasn't that bad. bad. He was just, <laughs> wasn't dead. He was just sleeping. Uh, <laughs> he 
<laughs> for a long time. Uh, now he, uh, apparently he went out to a club on Friday night and like left the club with two girls and the girls were drinking all night and then caused a 14 car pileup. Oh my and, God. And one of the girls like wrecked her, her arm and her leg, like broke her arm and her leg. He was in the back seat and like, no, like, like ser super serious injuries, but he's like tweaked his back mm -hmm. and he said he's like having trouble like walking. So, but he's also sit like called uh, my brother today and was like begging him not to fire him, you mm -hmm. know, like saying like, I'll come, I'll, I'm going to come back in as soon as I can. Like, like, don't let me like, so that one, you, that, that you one get, a get a pass. pass. Yeah. You get a pass. But that's a little different than being sleepy on a Monday morning. But yeah, so I've been like, it's stress. It's stressful because like owning your own business is like one thing, but then like when you're when your business partners with somebody, um, it's not all your decisions all the time, you know. Mm -hmm. So um, like a lot of business decisions have to get split between my brother and I, and like sometimes I'm sure I don't do things that I don't make the choices he would make and he doesn't make the choices I would make. And so it could be, uh, it can be troublesome at times, but, um, you know, we have a good thing and like you've seen our shop, it's like massive, huge. Um, but that's a lot of overhead and now with all these employees. So it's like, it's constantly like, yeah, we're doing a shit ton of work, but every time I have to cut checks for payroll, I'm like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna do this. There's, there's money coming in, but there's a lot of money going out too. Lodi, yeah. Uh, so yeah, it it get, it can get really stressful. But like, and I find that when things are tight, I get way more moody and like, like I try not to be emotional, but like, I'm an emo boy. Yeah, you know, you I'm, are. I'm. <laughs> I've seen. I, I listen to the story of the year. <laughs> on repeat every day for an hour and uh and so yeah so i get I'll, I'll get like like irritated and you know it's just just crazy but then then like we'll get paid for something that we've been owed on for a long time and then like i know we're fine on payroll and i'm like oh, we're good yeah all right well, things are until, great until what, you gotta cut the what, checks again what was i so upset for you're like mind around find rounds for everyone yeah, yeah. <laughs> guys we got a bunch of money let's go blow it <laughs> bud lights on me <laughs> can't hold on to this money for too long no. burn a hole in my pocket mm. but yeah that's that's me yeah i'm I'm all right. <laughs> I'm okay. Uh, I had gone to the doctor for my, my finger last week, my little bum little finger. It's still in a splint. Just, you know. Um, and then that opened up the whole, like, hey, you've uh, gained 30 pounds in the past, like, eight months. What's going on, bud? Mu of muscle. N no. Yeah. You didn't tell no. me about muscle? Yeah. I tried. They didn't believe me. <laughs> they were well, like, we can... they, the doctor straight up, because when I went in, they were like, You've you've uh, you've put on a lot of weight since you you know for over the past like six to eight months and you know your blood pressure's a little higher. Are you are you stressed out at all? I was like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's the the last six to eight months have been a little. The weight gain is from the stress and you know, and so they were like they're like oh you should probably uh, should probably get back to fitness and like, and you probably stop stressing. Probably yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're like maybe you should make have, your life easier. Yeah, somehow. have you tried not stressing? <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, other than that, I mean, overall, it's been uh, pretty good uh, for the most part. We've just been nose to grindstone, um, working on everything. We kind of had a couple wins over the past week. Like, um, Karima had 
appealed. She's been fighting and fighting and fighting this ever since she stopped working, like her unemployment stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, And finally, she got through on the appeal and they were like, cool. Here's a lump sum for all the six months. Oh, dude, nice. So she um, she was able to like pay off her car and like take care of like some of the shit that had fallen behind on her end. Mm -hmm. And then she um, like kind of gave me some cash to like. I know it's not everything I owe you, but like here's to like help start paying off of you know all the shit that that you helped me out with. So that was kind of nice to have that come in and and um, <clears throat> take care of some things. Nice. So um, yeah, and then she's she's finally back in school. You know everything's going well, like knock on wood. Um, Elliot's in daycare and he's loving it. Fucking yeah, but yeah, man. Other than that, everything's been it's it's been good been been jamming been playing guitar with this bum finger <clears throat> the, the yeah. thing I, I was not ready, ready yeah. i was not ready for mallet it mallet finger just to see it like you think anybody's got mallet finger and hammer toe at the same time <laughs> <laughs> so the one two this is you. if you hang out with rick long enough like this is like a constant constant thing He'll just throw things. Just yeah, throw things. This is, what it, this is not always gonna work. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes it's most gold. Of, yeah. Most of the time it's not. Yeah. We we there was this uh, Chinese place called China Walk In. <laughs> We're walking by and Rick's like, "Hey, watch out, man! I'm trying to walk in." <laughs> <laughs> and that stuck with me all these years. <laughs> oh yeah. Just like burger steak. Yep. Uh, that, was Martin, that was Martin's thing. That was good. The best thing Martin's ever said. It's the autocorrect on the phone. Yeah. <laughs> one, of, one of the things that I think I'm pretty sure I talked about on this podcast, but one of the things that still stays with me, and I hate it because I love the song, is when you ruin boys to men. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I don't even know what you say. Some people will look into the future and of our world. <laughs> like, I can't help that they sang the wrong words in that song. <laughs> they recorded the wrong verses. Yeah. It's, what it it's what it should have been. It's, yeah. well, no one knows what water yeah. and dry means. No. Uh, speaking of songs... Yeah, let's 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 add some songs. What you what you want to add to the playlist, Mike? Rick, what would you like to add to the playlist? What song have you been jamming, Rick? <laughs> I'm trying to think. I I'm gonna give you mine <laughs> right now. Uh, there's there's a band called Off the Record. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, dude. And I've been rocking the the <clears throat> intro for the uh, remember <clears throat> remember when record. <clears throat> so I'm gonna add that to the playlist. Sick. <clears throat> what about you, Mike? While Rick finds his jam. Um. Oh man. Oh. Um. Throw on. Oh, you know what? Throw on from Useless ID. At least I tried. At least, yeah. At least I tried. Or actually, yeah. No, that was a good one. They have a really fun. Uh, Drinking song. For anyone who doesn't know, Useless ID is an Israeli punk punk band, and their their melodies are so freaking catchy. I love that band. 
about you, Rick? What I mean, like, I have some, I got some gold here. Just what? What have you been? What What do you want to throw on the playlist for everybody to hear? Um, because there's some <laughs> some stuff you're like, <laughs> why? And that's hilarious. Or like, no, that's actually pretty cool. So, um, I'm gonna go with uh, Mark Ronson featuring Miley Cyrus. Nothing breaks like a heart. Right. From you guys know that song? Yeah, <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> It cuts you deep and leaves a scar. <laughs> this world may hurt you. Uh, I recently, like, I thought Miley Cyrus was a joke for the longest time. Dude, she could sing, man. And then, I mean, I always knew she could sing, but, like, the uh, <laughs> Party in the USA song. <laughs> I used to come up with, <laughs> with alternate lyrics for it. <laughs> Too much pressure. <laughs> so I let a little poop out. <laughs> See? <laughs> say, say it again. Say it again because I want you to ruin this. Like, you ruined many songs. So, what is like, it? Too much. You, how's the song go? She's like, um. Too much. She's like, too much pressure and I'm nervous. But, she, yeah. like, so I was like, the song was on. I was like, actually, sing it like to Mike one day. I was like, too much pressure. So I let a little poop out. <laughs> It makes no. It doesn't fit in the song or anything. It's just funny. But, but now I, you'll hear it. But then she's like, "Not in my head, like yeah." And I go, "Shaking my tits, like yeah." <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Yeah. All right. Well, on that note, <laughs> you want to you want to plug any social medias? You want to plug the business? Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> Mac Print Co. on Instagram. That's Mac M A C Print and Co. is in company, and that's about it. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. There are times when I've had to email you, and I don't know which fucking email it is. Yeah. I have like four for four of your, yeah. four of your emails, <laughs> and none of them work. <laughs> well, we were supposed to do this at the beginning of the episode, but make sure you guys like, comment, and subscribe. <laughs> We'll cut it and edit it. Put it, put it again. Yeah. Do we're it again until we learn. Until again. we learn, Michael. We're not doing it it's again. Our it's our punishment, your punishment, <laughs> until until we learn to do it. That happened. Which, by the way, that happened. it came out good last episode. <laughs> At Walking Blind Pod everywhere. We love you guys. Peace. Peace. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. 
Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 